Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. So fraudulent. So fraudulent. Welcome to the Eric Zincho Podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Big Fraud Studios. I can't, I can't really get used to the Big Fraud Studios, but uh, going to have to. A couple of things I got to get out of the way because I've only got 56 minutes till my get, uh, till my dad joins us. Uh, dear Meathead, so if you have something that you've always wanted to run by my dad, a question, if you will, uh, he loves this. This is his like favorite thing in the whole world to talk to you. We got a couple that came in on the uh, Facebook post. John, the psycho magician. Uh, he says, dear meathead, today I'm turning 44. How, uh, what should I do to celebrate? Dr. Jim says, dear Mr. Z, what will you say to God when you go to heaven? Oh my God. That, that'll be like a, a touching moment to be sure. So I'll uh, reach out Eric at ericsaintshow.com on the shoreliner striping inbox. Would love to hear from you. Hang on a second. Something seemed a little out of whack there. Okay, so it was the uh, uh, anniversary meal for the Queen of the Forest and I. Typically, it would be like, where do you want to go to eat? And then uh, she'd say, oh, uh, whatever you want. Whatever. Uh, and then I'd make a suggestion. And then she'll go, no. And then we'll, uh, you know, fart around for another four hours and then she'll go back to the first one I suggested. Now that, that wasn't the case this time, but she was in the mood for a steak. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. And, uh, she says, I want to, I want to go to a black rock grill. I never heard of it. She goes, Oh, it's a steak joint in, uh, 
in Kentwood, which is not far. Actually, it's not far, but it takes like five hours to get there because the only road there is like a, a traffic light every three feet. She's like, uh, okay, let's go to that. And she goes, do you know uh, what's going on here? I go, what do you mean? And she says, well, uh, you or I will cook the steak at our seat. I go, you mean like uh, hibachi? She goes, no, no, no. Like they, they, uh, they bring you everything you need and then the raw meat, they bring it to you. And then you like, you cook it. I go, what sounds fucking horrible. I'm not, I don't know how to cook a fucking steak. I can't cook a steak better than a dude at a restaurant. Then like the chef, she goes, oh, it's incredible. Now she's never done it. And I go, all right, uh, sounds awesome. Hang on. I got to drink this. She's like, uh, so she goes, what's a, what's a great steak to buy? I go, well, you really cannot go wrong with a ribeye. Tyler says, what a scam. Pay us a fuck ton of money for food and cook it yourself. What's interesting is, uh, our waiter, he didn't really explain to us the advantages of cooking it ourselves, but his pitch to the people at the table, because he kind of like was explaining more of it than the guy next, uh, our waiter. And he's like, you know, you do not want to cook a steak on open flame. You want to cook it the way you're going to be cooking it because uh, the juices all stay there. And like that, he goes, yeah, in a flame, the juices fall into the fire. This way. They all stay in the steak. And that's not really true. It, it just leaves the steak and then burns on the fucking, uh, what you're cooking it on. I'm deliberately not telling you uh, what we're cooking it on. I'll get to that in a second. I'm thinking it's like uh, they bring you a little fucking small. And Diane even said, she goes, it's like a small Blackstone grill. Like just a little pocket. It's like the size of an iPad. I go, they bring you an iPad grill and put it in front of you. Yeah. So right away, I've got questions. I'm not, I'm not saying it right, right then and there. I don't want to wreck. I don't want to spoil the party. You know, stand by. I got to finish this last, last coffee. I swear. Excuse me. We're good. Yeah. The uh, steak prices are more than what you'd play, uh, play, pay at a restaurant of this level. You know, I'm thinking uh, Logan's, Texas Roadhouse, probably three, four bucks more for a steak. Ryan says, "Yeah, you don't want to lose Pooh Bear points. Totally understandable. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to wreck the party." Queen of the Forest has her mind made up. This is what she wants to do. It's what she's going to do. I go, hey, let's do it. And she goes, what's the, what's the great steak? I go, well, you can't go wrong with the flavor of a ribeye. Uh, Donko671 asking questions. 
no questions right now. Would you just fucking let me do my job? Because the question you're asking is is key to my story. And that's like my, my number one fucking pet peeve. Would you just shut the fuck up and let me do my job? For God's sake. I mean, if you're going to tell a joke about something I've already said, that's one thing. Ding dong. Kenny writes, you see, look at Kenny. He's got it down. He says, took four hours back and forth to land in a place that you have to do the cooking yourself. LOL. It's a great joke. Donko's playing fucking Q&A. God damn it. Relax. I go, yeah, can't go wrong with that ribeye, man. Guy walks up and down and says, I'll have the ribeye. Oh, we don't have any. What the fuck? You're a fucking steak joint. It's 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 5 p.m., 5.30 p.m. on a goddamn uh, Tuesday night, and you don't have the most popular steak ever? How could that possibly be? Jesus. <laughs> Tyler writes, here's the catch. You also have to go to a butcher and buy the steak yourself and bring it here. <laughs> what a bunch of bullshit. So she gets a different, different steak. Uh, more expensive. She got a filet and a small filet and a small like sirloin or something like that. Uh, they said to me, the guy says, uh, what are you, what are you going to have? I said, I'll have a hamburger. I will take this hamburger and French fries. And Diana looks at me, and says, Oh, what are you doing? This is like, this is dream come true for you. This is steak and you get to cook it. I go, yeah, I'm good. I'll just have my burger. By the way, their burger, boy, what happened there? Their burger, not even remotely uh, better than Bosco's. About the same price. Burgers are about 12, 13 bucks with fries nowadays. Uh, nothing special. Go to Bosco's if you want a burger, which, by the way, I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Because uh, this one dude just got fired for being a dickhead, so they need me. Uh,. <laughs> You guys went to a workaround, not a restaurant. <laughs> so they don't have our steak. We have to cook it ourselves. Now, our waiter didn't really explain what happened. And this is one of those restaurants where you order and then the food is uh, in the window and then any some different server is going to bring it to you. And so they bring the burger, fries, not enough fries, way, way skimped on the fries. And Bosco's, man, since I am the fry cook, I give you so many fucking fries. And every order that you, every burger that is made gets a fresh order of fries. I make them myself. That's why uh, we run a superior kitchen. 
Now, I know what the fuck goes into making a steak because I watched Doug do it. And at the end of the workday, he's got, he smells like the steak. Uh, he smells like the meat and there's, there's oil all over him. He's fucking shiny. Chris calls them big fraud fries. I love the idea of get yourself some fucking big fraud fries. Trademark, verbal trademark. Ryan says, what hours will you be at Bosco's? I got to go get some big fraud fries. Uh, I, 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 we open at four Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be there and to close. So fuck it. Get over there. Go get some big fraud fries. Chris actually stole the joke from Ryan credit where credit is due. Anyway, we hear from the guy next to us. Who's the waiter for the other table. And he talks really loud. And he's kind of like really abrasive. He's got a table of like 15 people. Looks like a workplace excursion. And the guy at the table next to us, the waiter is like really like a kind of gruff and abrupt with this table. And he's loud. And he's almost throwing a little in a little bit of that type of uh, uh, Ed DeBevick vibe where he's almost like rude to the customers on purpose, but they're not expecting it because it's not Ed DeBevick's. And he goes, okay, listen up, eyes on me. This is how this works. And I swear to God, this was his approach and delivery to the table next to us. So we couldn't help but hear it. And he's explaining, he goes, all right, so this is what you do. We, we give you a Blackstone. That's, that's why we are the Blackstone Grill or whatever the fuck it is. Black Rock Grill. And uh, we, we deliver the rock with the steak. Steak is not cooked. We put it in front of you, and then you slice off slices of it and put it on the black rock. Now, my first thought is, fucking, how hot? What the, how is this working? It's, it's just a fucking rock. They, they actually deliver a rock on a plate with raw meat next to it, and then you cut off meat, and you put it on the rock, and then you put a little seasoned butter on it, and then it sizzles for like 20 seconds. You flip it over. It's the other side sizzles. And then you eat it. It's hot as fuck. The rock coming out of the, to get to your plate is 755 degrees. Ryan says, if it weren't for theater, of the mind, I would honest to God struggle to understand this concept. Yeah. Literally a, uh, a, a big tray almost with this iPad size rock about three inches thick. And as they set it down, you can feel the heat just coming off of this fucking thing. And uh, then you just to the side of that are two raw pieces of meat. That's your meal. Rock and meat. Side of sweet potato fries. And then they forgot her green beans till she was almost done. Tyler writes, is that burning flesh I smell? No, it's a lawsuit. Do they make people sign a waiver saying if they burn themselves, a restaurant is not at fault? Kent adds, it's like a grill version of the melting pot. That's the same thing I thought about the heat on that rock. Kenny adds, do they have a website that explains all the work you have to do when you eat there, LOL? All right. Now, 
I mean, it was fine. The The food cooked all right to the level that she wanted, and you'd eat it, and it would taste like any steak. It didn't take any, taste any better or worse than any other steak I've had from any other steak joint. Uh, it was the novelty of this hot fucking rock in front of you, which I wanted to pick it up and throw it at the waiter next to us with how loud he was talking to his 15 top. Um, then as the meal is concluding, we look at our phones. There is so much grease on the fucking phones that the screen is blurry. It looks like portrait mode for everything. Okay. Um, all of the grease has splattered onto my wife's top and I can see sparkles all over of grease on the garment. I go, that immediately gets dry clean. You're, you're going to smell like this. And I can't say less about this restaurant. This place is going to be out of business before you know it. What a fucking dump. Holy shit. Burger tasted fine. Mm. I would have been just as happy with a Big Mac. In fact, the burger was kind of like a Big Mac. Corey says we won't be counting on their sponsorship. I got to talk to the, I got to reach out to Diana and talk to her about this. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Never better. I was just uh, talking with the audience about uh, Black Rock Grill. Yeah. You know, in hindsight, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go back to the old Black Rock Grill. I, I like it. I just don't know if I'd order that, you know, do that steak thing again. Well, that's the big thing. The big, the big uh, cook the steak at your table. Yeah. Well, I mean... I, the, the the whole idea of doing that, and then, you know, we were filthy. It was like we had worked there. <laughs> this is true. And then I was so busy trying to cook my ska- steak that, that my fries got cold. And... Yeah. Yeah. The fries got cold. You're there working. You're actually, you know, it's like they, they, they charge you $30 for the steak. And then, it, and then you have to work. You got to, like, punch in to make your food. And you're not a you're not a chef. I wonder, can you order it with that and say, no, I don't want to cook it myself. You cook it. Probably, but then they probably charge you like three hundred more dollars or something like that. <laughs> and then they and then the dude f- somehow managed to forget your green beans. Yeah. Exactly. People are asking well, questions like, did did we tip ourselves twenty percent? Oh yes, that's what she should have done. See, we should have given him ten percent and us ten percent. Um, yeah. So that I don't know, man. I, I I mean, it was great that I was there with you and we got to have a, a good laugh. What was up with that waiter yelling at his his party next to us? <laughs> and then he's like, he was like, it, it sounded like he was like teaching a kindergarten class. Hey guys, eyes on me. Yeah, he actually said it. Quote. <laughs> 
All right, eyes on me. Here come the appetizers. But in our waiter's defense, somebody else brought out our food. So maybe she didn't see them or yeah. something. I don't know. You know, and the burger was all right. Wasn't a Bosco's burger, though. Yeah. See, we should have just gone to Bosco's. We should have just fucking gone to Bosco's. <laughs> Jesus. Their burgers are excellent. All right. Oh, well. Okay. It was so fun. All right. I just wanted right. to, I just, uh, don't forget to dry, dry clean your clothes. They should have a dry cleaner next door to the place. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, do you want Darla back? No. She, she's sleeping right now. No, I don't want her back. She's a terrorist today. That's why she's not in her. She was attacking these other dogs. She, well, she's sound asleep right now. All right. Uh, uh, Tyler said they actually do have a dry cleaner next to it, but you have to do the dry cleaning all yourself. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. See you, bye. Queen of the Forest. Uh, Kenny says that restaurant has 18 locations. Ten of them are in Michigan. Ryan says, love the concept. Pay steakhouse prices. Cook it your fucking self. Get splooged on. Sounds like the concept for a big fraud Zane franchise. So fraudulent. So forget your big fraud fries. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to some of you. you some of you may never have heard this before. So a little bit of background. When your old pal EZ got shit canned in February of 2016... Um, all right. Oh, one more thing about the restaurant, the rock that it's on, it stays that hot. It stays hot to cook on for one and a half hours. And I'm like, how the fuck do they do that? Uh, Kenny researched it. They use volcanic rock. Yes, that is what they brought. It was a rectangular-shaped volcanic rock. God damn. Ryan says, uh, in a few years, we'll see sleazy lawyers on TV saying, were you the victim of cooking on volcanic rock? Did you consume food from volcanic rock? You may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> you guys are on fire today. Thank you. Oh, oh, by the way, I, I get a lot of people that send me story leads, and I can't thank people who do that enough. If you've ever sent me even one story lead of something you thought was interesting, thank you. Because, you know, being all alone, I don't have, uh, I don't have uh, multiple sets of eyes on the world. But I do. You. So I can't express enough that when you send me a link to a story on the Shoreline or Striping Inbox, eric at ericzainshow.com, it really helps me. I don't use all of them, but I, I watch and read all of them. And then I'm like, ah, can I talk about it? Should I talk about it? Yay or nay? And then I'll figure that out. But more often than not, I do. So any leads, tips, uh, or opinions about stuff, send it on the email. That's the quickest way to reach me. I check every one of them. 
So thanks a bunch. It uh, it helps me. Like, oh, I can talk. Like today, a lot of what I talk about came in from people um, with those types of story leads. Not the story about the fucking scam steak shop I went to, steakhouse I went to, but still. Um, Brandis says, it's like when you go to a steakhouse and have to cook your own steak. Listen to a podcast where the viewers find the stories. Ha, 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 ha. Um, what the fuck was I going to talk about? Oh my God. Um, so I get fired and then time passes. They move any old Joe St. Gaslight into my spot. And, uh, that was the beginning of the end for him. But then they brought in this other dude named Justin. And I remember driving to work one day at the old radio station and I heard him on the air and I was like, what the fuck? I don't know about this guy. I don't know. Seems little, something's not right. Something's off about him. And uh, I think he is retarded. And that's what they did. I think it was a make-a-wish, hire a retarded, a mental... It's hire a uh, special needs person. Pardon me, let me get that right. Hire a special needs person. Or it's make-a-wish. Um, uh, make-a-wish because the guy was so bad. And I was like, well, you know, give him a break. He's uh, probably nervous. He'll get better. Well, it wasn't. He got worse. He got worse over time and then he got moody and ended up leaving uh, the show. And then that was it. Well, he does his own podcast now. And uh, it's horrible. And so that has been added to the list of uh, clip review shows here as we have uh, added to the uh, who are these universe. What began with who are these podcasts? Uh, was stolen by your old pal Easy to create Who Are These Zanes? And then Who Are These Freebeers? Shows that you've heard already. And now Who Are These Justins? <laughs> ick, 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 ick. Now. <laughs> ick, 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 ick. That is just a snippet of this guy's laugh which i'm in the process of making a supercut of this ridiculous joker laugh <laughs> ick, 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 ick. and it was uh patrick who uh who who described it at as his joker laugh in his synopsis that he wrote and patrick is so bullish on the show i, just, I well you all are He writes, who are these Justins? This is on uh, my Reddit, subreddit. Zane and Zane and Ben's new review show will premiere Wednesday live on Patreon. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> ick, 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 ick. I listened to Justin's first show and it was not good. There was a lot of editing. The content seemed very scripted, very low on substance, and a lot of creepy Joker laughs. <laughs> ick, 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 ick. Yeah, there's a free seven-day trial on Patreon now, so it's definitely worth checking out. After Who Are These Justins, there will be a new episode of Who Are These Zanes, and then a new Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. All Wednesday, today, that all happens. Fraudulent Wednesdays are very content heavy. Big Fraud Zane does not disappoint. Thank you. I appreciate that. So fraudulent. Yesterday's Patreon bonus had me trying to get to the bottom of the uh, Carly Russell 
scam going on in um where is that again? Damn it. Uh what neck of the woods is that? Carly Russell is happening in I forget. Anyway. Um she was gone. She's back. We were making a lot I was making a lot of phone calls. Alabama, that's where it is. Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, my God, that story. More on that in a second. I have got, Linda is all over it. Linda knows more than the cops. Holy shit. And there's going to be like uh, a press conference today at 3.30. Um, I got to get to this statement from the mom. The mom has released a statement. The one who, uh, oh, Lord Jesus is the fire. This is from mom. Shit. On behalf of our daughter, Carly. No, I, I don't know who. The, yeah. Yeah. This is mom, Talitha. It, there's a lot. She, she yeah, it looks like she wrote it in a hurry or she's just horrible at writing on behalf of Carly Russell and her family. Yeah. You're part of that. We first want to sincerely acknowledge and thank everyone for all of your prayers, reward contributions through Crime Stoppers, and all the numerous acts of kindness shown to us. We ask God to perform, and he did. We understand and appreciate the sincere concern. I like that. We ask God to perform, and he did. Well, I, you know, God's like, well, wait a minute here. Look. I was kind of taking care of things that aren't a scam. So please don't lump me in with this. You don't know what I was doing when your daughter was perpetrating a scam. Which, by the way, cops said that before uh, she pulled over on the side of the road, the busy interstate, to help the toddler, which has never been heard from. There is no missing toddler. The story she made up that there was a toddler. She went to the store to buy snacks. Remember the mom said that she wants to get her home so she can eat. Well, she went and went on a snack attack. Carly did. And then, um, after the snack attack, that's where the toddler incident happened. Well, the snacks were not in the car. The wig, the car was running. The door was open. The wig was left on the side of the road. No Carly, no snacks. So the abductor took her and said, Hey, before I abduct you, you're going to need some snacks for the trip. Grab those snacks. Anyway. Mom continues. We asked to we asked for God to perform and he did. We understand and appreciate the sincere concern. However, we'd like the public to understand a few things. First and foremost, Carly's physical and mental well being is our immediate concern. This has been a traumatic experience for Carly and secondly for our family. Secondly, this is an outstanding investigation. 
And we have fully cooperated with authorities from the onset and will continue to do so. Carly has given detectives her statement and hopefully they are pursuing her abductor. They're not. It will be up to law enforcement to determine what information they want to release and when they want to release this information as to not compromise the investigation further. We understand there are some questions about the reward donations through Crime Stoppers. It is my understanding from information I received from the reward when the reward was set up that any donations received that were not used for the reward would be returned to each donor. Okay. Lastly, when we initially asked for the help of the public in searching and praying for Carly's safe return, we asked for sincere prayers, not prayers or support that came with strings or entitlement. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I know you gave me a prayer, but there was some strings attached to your prayer. She writes, we have not created nor authorized any GoFundMe accounts nor solicited money from anyone. All right. Please understand our mental state and the anguish we have just experienced and that Carly is still dealing with and understand that no matter how many demands or false narratives that are produced, we will not be bullied into doing anything that will compromise our daughter's mental well-being uh, or the investigation. Also, we will not entertain the negative social media comments with a response. So you find so so you find someone to do it. God has been too good to us and brought our daughter safely home, and we will not participate in allowing this moment to be tainted. However, there is one terrible and heartless hoax we want to address out of several. I received a text at some point from someone claiming to be Carly, and that she was at the Red Roof Inn. However, when my family went there and knocked on the door and looked for her, there was no indication Carly was there, nor that she had ever been there. Any further questions or comments about the case will need to be directed to the Hoover Police or the Atlanta Bureau of Investigation sign Talitha Robinson Russell. Well, that's terrible. I mean, there I, I do believe that there was a point in this where uh, they thought she was abducted. And for that to happen, that's ridiculous. You know, they uh, they they put their phone number out there. Um, if you see anything, you know, they blasted it out on Facebook. And so I'm sure people uh, who are stupid were uh, fucking with them, which is just horrible because at that point we had no idea what was going on with that woman. We actually thought someone had taken that woman. And um, uh, But a lot of signs point to the fact that she's probably lying. Uh, I thought this one was interesting, too. This is from uh, some lady who's TikTok famous. Samantha Lewis. And uh, this is what she had to say. I found this interesting. Because she starts it out saying, oh, you know, uh, we actually, uh, me and the people I know, were actually quite happy that a lot of media attention was being put out there because it was a missing black woman, you know, the old white woman syndrome. Anytime a white woman is gone for three seconds, there's, you know, uh, the breaking news. So anytime a black woman vanishes, you know, it's not the same. And that's, that's true. I believe that. So <laughs> this chick starts out with, Oh, great. Here we go. It's just, just our luck. We finally had one who actually, uh, they were doing some, uh, 
support and 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 this bitch is lying holy shit what up nurse gang what up tiktok so the update i never wanted to truly have to report on so we've all been talking about the carly russell case this is her instagram carly over the last few days you know she shocked the nation and black women all over the country felt empowered we felt finally pleased that america was caring about black women. Every new national news outlet was reporting about Carly Russell. This is the first time this has ever happened. The hunt was on to find this black girl. But then when she showed up at her house, he had got a little greasy. Why did it get a little greasy? Because she just showed up. So then that's when the world... I freaking love this chick. ...got divided. Wait, what's going on? Something is not right here. Okay, we don't want to speak. We want our privacy. Something is going on. What is going on? Well, when you start talking about something, people start DMing you the truth. It looks like 50 people from Hoover have already got fired for leaking what's really going on with this case. And it's trickled into my DM. So you mean to tell me... All this was because she was trying to get back at her ex-man. Yeah, that boyfriend that spoke out about her being kidnapped and held and tortured. Yeah, that was her ex-man. And he actually cheated on her with a stripper. And Carly had it out with the stripper. And to get back at him, yeah, she disappeared herself. And then got afraid when it blew up. This is what Carly said to the side chick. Itch, please. He told me everything you said about me and you thought I told him to say that. I wasn't even with him. You're delusional AF if you think your little conversation was anything more than convenience and the fact that he used you to get back at me out of anger. You want to talk about I don't compare to you on your worst day, girl, bye. You're miserable or at least should be being a stripper to provide for a child I've heard you've had from multiple people. So not surprised you don't know who your baby daddy is. Mention me or contact my N-I-G-G-A again. And you'll see I'm not the one to play with. You don't want you and your whole family touched. You're poor. I'm rich. You're a stripper. I'm a nurse. You're ugly. I'm beautiful. You could never. You're the bottom of the barrel. Someone from the police department just could not watch us all suffer. So they released these details. Here's the update. She's sticking to. So this is from a cop. This chick says the story that she was abducted she says she was lured into the woods by some people who live in the woods described as a person with orange hair balding on top tied her up and drove her around and put her so former zaniac in an 18 wheeler and fed her cheeses for two days and they painted her nails they did he have like a, a a fucking bluetooth thing in his ear they kept her on one did he give horses hand jobs somewhere and somehow she managed to get away and run through the woods to her neighborhood until she got into her house and then goes into the hospital hoover got some ring doorbell footage from her neighborhood and it just shows her walking casually until she gets close to her house and then she starts sprinting and flailing arms and acting a fool she got caught stealing from work that day, fell out of nursing school, and has been on drugs. She had her friend behind her, and that's who picked her up. She was with her friend all weekend. The police knew she was safe because she unblocked her ex while she was, quote-unquote, abducted. She planned to disappear and realized it wasn't going to work. Oh, shit. Wow. Well, to me, that's like, that's what happened. Holy shit. I love that. I don't know if she lives in that the area of Bama, that part of Alabama or what, but that is too much. God. So today the cops will speak. I imagine that this will be the end of the mystery and they'll be talking about charging her, you know. And then um, if the parents are smart, you got it again. This all goes back to deny till you die. And then, you know, 
blame racism. That's what you do. The mom and dad need to say, no, we know what happened. Orange hair guy, boring voice, gives uh, 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 horses hand jobs. Used to listen to Eric Zinn Show podcast. Uh, probably still does, but denies it. Uh, he he abducted her. And the, and the only reason why you're not looking for is because you're racist. You're you're racist scumbag. Black power. And then Ben Crump's going to, they're going to sue everybody. Family's going to be worth uh, millions of dollars in due time. Holy shit. Tyler says, uh, regarding the, the mom's letter. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You're religious. Cut the crap and tell us your daughter is a crazy lying bitch. Linda will actually be in their neck of the woods, like where the spa is where this crazy bitch worked. Uh, young Adam Schwab says, our priority, our, quote, our priority is her well-being while we get our stories straight. Holy shit. What a deal. I love this. Tyler says, quote, some cone-headed Bluetooth-wearing motherfucker abducted our daughter. Nobody cares because she's black. End quote. Oh. Ryan adds, we're sending our own version of Susan Samples, Eric Zane Show podcast, senior investigative correspondent, Linda. Yeah, you could do like um, on-the-street reports from like outside of the place. Maybe you could go in and interview people. There, there's got to be something you can do in Hoover, Alabama. You might get your ass kicked, though. You know, I be careful, please. All right, so 3.30 today. Uh, I don't know if it's their time or my time. Either way, I'm, I'm all over this fucking thing. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, I'm about to send you on your way. I make the first part of the show available for you. And then in hopes that you'll hear me talking about this right now, and then you will go over to Twitch and sign up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. It's free. Um, and you get to contribute to the chat and I'm able to see you and you're able to interact with these other fine people. So do that twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Now I should just say, I should point out first though, actually that the best way to do this is download the Twitch app. Okay. On your mobile device, you download the Twitch app. And then once you do that, there's a little, uh, magnifying glass, you hit it, the search function, you type in all one word, Eric Zane live, download the app, Twitch search, Eric Zane live and off you go. Follow the page, link up your Amazon Prime, subscribe to the page. These are all things you can do for free. And when you do all these things, follow, link up Amazon Prime, subscribe. You're going to get the show in its entirety with no commercial interruption from Twitch. If you don't link up your Amazon Prime and subscribe, they'll throw in commercials and a lot of them. So you definitely want to link it up. You don't know how, send me an email. I'll walk you through it. Eric at ericsanchio.com. As always, download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Everything I'm saying right here, right now, I then, when the show is done, I then throw it up to all of the podcasting platforms that exist in the world. Did you know that Stitcher's going out of business? Did you hear about that? I might have mentioned that. Uh, they went belly up. Um, but find a podcast platform, search my name, and it's there. Subscribe to that, and you'll get it uh, sent to you each day. So you don't miss a thing. 
just search Eric Zane Show wherever you download podcasts, and then there I am. And as always, don't be a stranger. I love hearing you. I love hearing from you. I love how you found the show. I love how long hearing stories about how long you've been listening. I love hearing you tell me stories about how much Freebird Hot Wing Show sucks. Um, yeah, interactions with people in the wild, former Zaniacs. Maybe even members of the Freebird Hot Wing Show. I love hearing those stories. Maybe I've met you in the past. Maybe you went to a live show and I was the only one who interacted with you. Uh, do that. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. All right. In fact, uh, and yeah, I'll just send you on your way. Thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Kyle writes, wonder when Sirius will go out of business. Boy, you're not kidding. That's what E-Rock was telling me when he worked with Sirius. He has a lot of friends that still work for there. And it, he says, oh, it's just a ghost town. I can be walking. I can walk into... Um, I heart Grand Rapids on any given day at any given hour. Now, in the golden days, there was three floors of people, big offices. I mean, hustle and bustle. There was like a, uh, a cubicle just to print money. I could take, I could walk through there right now and not interact with one person with the exception of a couple news people in the newsroom, James, the game and Emma, uh, Dave Taff would be there. Mac from Mac and Schmitty would be there and me one, two, three, five people on three floors. Holy shit. That is scary. Now, a lot work from home. Uh, you know, that became a thing after the pandemic. That was what, that was incredible. The American workplace realized, well, we don't even need to have these people come in. The first thing I would do if I was running serious, not serious, uh, uh, iHeart is everybody has to get rid of the uh, office space that they rent. Yeah. Get out of it. We don't even need all this. Why are we paying for all this uh, uh, space? We don't need this. All right. Kyle says, who still pays for Sirius when you can use Spotify or even Pandora and sync with your vehicle? Well, for music, there is no reason to listen to any terrestrial radio or satellite radio. Why would you listen to someone else pick your music for you? Uh, that is done. There is no way that's done. The only, or uh, no way that that's going to survive. The only thing that is viable is if you have a person that you listen to who's interesting or compelling, either in between the music or doing a talk show or something like that. Like Howard. Howard, I could see, but even that is compromised because Howard, I guess, is everything is different about Howard these days and no, uh, two, Few people listen. A lot of people hate it because he's it's a completely different show. All he does is fucking talk about therapy. The only time I listen to Howard is when Carl from Who Are These Podcasts reviews Howard's show. 
Josh says the problem is a lot of those idiot companies are locked into those spaces based on leases. I know my company is, which is why they're forcing people back in. Stern was so good a few years ago. It's tragic. Stern is worse than free beer and hot wings. Holy shit. Okay. So a lot going on today. Big Patreon day starting at about 5.30, 5.45 is when we'll get started. All those shows are live. Who are these Justins? Live. Who are these Zanes? Live. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast live. Pretty much three hours on uh, this Patreon Wednesday. A lot coming up. The open and live stream of today's show is, uh, oh, wait, one more thing about Patreon. You can get it for seven days free. Seven days free. What are you doing? Today's a great day to start. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for seven days. You got to put in a payment form there. And if after seven days you're still on there, it's going to charge you. You can cancel at any time before the seven days and you still get the seven days. That's a great fucking deal. Try that shit out. You're going to love it. If you don't like it, bug it. That's okay. Thanks for trying. Uh, Berlin Raceway brings you the open and live stream of today's show. Sprint cars are there. The fastest cars you'll see at Berlin all season. Uh, Might even set a record for a lap time. 12 to 13 seconds for the half mile. Just under a half mile. That's incredible. Those cars are fucking flying. BerlinRaceway.com. Get the family. Get tickets for just $14 when you buy online. BerlinRaceway.com. If you buy them at the gate, they're 17 Kids 15 and under free. Parking is free. My God, I love that. Um, The concessions are all very affordably priced. Like if you go to like Van Andel, you want to buy some ice cream. You know, you're going to pay eight bucks for a fucking strawberry shortcake. It's four bucks at Berlin. It's a concession price, but you're still not being bent over the race car. It's awesome. No glass. You cannot bring any glass in. You cannot bring any booze in. Unless you're a smuggler like Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh or Matt Kuypers. But uh, you can bring in all your snacks and all your drinks. Just no glass, no booze. Plenty of booze there. BerlinRaceway.com. Okay. Um, there's a lot of uh, Ottawa Impact shit that I want to get to. By the way, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I have the two questions for dad on Facebook. And then I'm lean. And we he is joining us in seven minutes. Seven minutes. So if you want to ask him anything, he loves to hear from you. Please do that. I may not have enough time to get through this entire uh, story, but I'm going to try. As you know, in my beautiful Ottawa County, Michigan, uh, these ding-dongs are, are running the uh, county right into the ground. Uh, after, well, elected, six of the 11 uh, seats are now owned by these Ottawa County or Ottawa Impact kooks, and they're destroying the county. And uh, one of the things that have come up is the amount of money that the county now spends for legal services. Um, in addition to the abundance of money that they're spending like for the county administrator, they brought in this guy, John Gibbs, the only black guy in Ottawa County, uh, even though he doesn't even live there. 
they're paying him his salary, and they the guy that he replaced, they're paying him his salary too. And the only reason why they brought him in is because he's a lemming. He's a crony. He'll do what they say. So they're paying twice on that salary, not to mention all of the legal uh, costs after they tried to fire the health director, Adeline Hambly, and that doesn't appear to be working because she's suing them. So they budget out a certain amount of money for legal services and things like that. And since they started, everything's all fucked up. All they're spending their money on is legal services. They brought in one legal team, Coleman Legal Group, to do all this shit, and they keep getting billed for it. So they're spending all your money that the state allocates to them for various things, like whatever, you know, libraries to burn, shit like that. And uh, they're, they're, they're spending all of your money on, uh, on, on legal fees. And so that's where this story starts. Uh, Matt Wilkos is reporting on it. And he uh, tries to corner Joe Moss, who tries to deflect. Oh, boy. Everyone said to go to a traditional university. Yeah, I pretty much hate that. I don't like that there's an ad there. I swear I had it ready to go. Stand by. Three, two, one. On your mark, get set, go. Ottawa County is having to dip into financial reserves to pay its lawyers. Today, leaders approved $100,000 extra to pay the Coleman Legal Group. It's an issue Fox 17 has been closely following. Our Matt Whitcoast joins us in the studio with the very latest. Whitcoast, I said Wilcoast. It's on this uh, continually developing story, Matt. Yes, Josh, according to the Ottawa County Finance Director, Karen Karninski, the Coleman Legal Group is billing the county on average $35,000 a month, and that bill doesn't factor in the cost for fighting legal battles. Last week, I asked the chairman about the bills that are piling up. Five minutes for to talk about the Coleman Legal Group. Oh, I, I don't, actually. Hey, Fox 17. That's Joe Moss. Oh, uh, I don't, actually. Asking the questions to County Commissioner Chairman Joe Moss. Question, um, did you guys see that article in Simply American about Sarah Leach and the Holland Sentinel? Okay, now what he's referring to, what Moss is referring to, he's, he's, he's totally deflecting right there. He says, question, did you see that article in, uh, I forgot, uh, Simply American about Sarah Leach? Sarah Leach is uh, the Holland Sentinel article uh, writer who has been exposing all this Ottawa County bullshit. Chairman Joe Moss. Question. Um, did you guys see that article in Simply American about Sarah Leach and the Holland Sentinel? Her 87 articles about. My question is this. When it comes to, you bring up Simply American. Don't you own that website? <laughs> don't you own that website? It's true. That idiot has a website where he spreads his own bullshit. Uh, called Simply American. When it comes to and I love how this guy calls him out on it. You bring up Simply American. Don't you own that website? Looking for answers on invoices from the Coleman Legal Group. Instead, Moss plugging his website, which shares articles that are about Ottawa County Board and their decisions. I'll be voting yes on this. Um, it's my understanding that uh, the needs of the county have changed since last year. Uh, this year is a little different. At Tuesday's Finance Committee, a majority of the board approved moving $110,000 from the county's general fund to pay for the added corporate council costs. Moss's explanation why? 
maybe three or four years ago in the first you know, five months of the year, there were about 35 FOIA requests um, and that need has increased. According to... Yeah, so when Sexy Voice Andrea makes a FOIA request, they get charged for it, I guess. ...itemized receipts from January to March. Common Legal Group spent more than 21 hours on FOIA requests. We can revisit that at the you know, Rules Committee that we can have more public information available on the front end so we see less FOIA requests on the back end. A majority of the board members are part of a group called Ottawa Impact. In January, they awarded the Coleman Legal Group a no-bid contract. The finance director explains because of the board's decision... Coleman Legal Group is the same group that when your business um, was shut down during the pandemic because you're an asshole and you wouldn't shut it down when you know people were dying all over the place, they, uh, they would represent the, the stupid-ass barber... Or the dumb bits, or the dumb bitch pizza joint, shit like that. The county budgeted two hundred and ten thousand dollars, an amount meant to last from January to September. What we charge is a very reasonable rate for the services that we render. Fox 17 recently sat down with Jack Jordan, Coleman's lead Ottawa County Corporate Counsel. The rate is $225 an hour. It's $295 when the group deals with lawsuits. What we have done up to this point, we have uh, we uh, have done good work, excellent work. Uh, we are building good relationships. I don't doubt it. I, I, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're doing fine work. And you probably are building great relationships because of the fine work you're doing, defending lawsuits because of the corrupt actions of this shithead commission. Work that boils down to $35,000 a month. It could have been more. In March, there was $31,000 tab at no charge to the county. Okay, we have a number of attorneys that may be working on the same thing. We do not bill for every attorney that is working on that particular item. Now that article. Yeah, this guy's making some great money on this. County is entering budget season. Departments will present potential costs and services for the county for final approval. We're looking at, in our contract, there is going to be an increase, not a large increase, but there will be an increase in the next budget cycle. So you're asking for more? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I sure am. We've already made a ton. We're going to ask for more. This $110,000 transfer now heads to the board for final approval. Through a Freedom of Information request, Fox 17 also learned that the Coleman Legal Group separately bills the Ottawa County Insurance Authority to pay for litigation costs. The OCIA fund handles risk management for the county's lawsuits. From February to May, the OCIA paid the Coleman Legal Group $88,000. My God. The biggest cost is a health officer's Adeline Hambly's case. In January, the majority of the board voted to demote her. Since then, Hambly is suing the county and several commissioners over her title change and what she believes are efforts to terminate her in studio okay none of this expense would have happened if these psychopaths were not uh around okay the county was being run before the only reason why this is happening and they're spending all of your money this is money that the state gives the county their job is simply to just allocate that's all they're supposed to do just allocate money Road commission this, uh, schools this, this, that. 
That's their job. It's boring. They're stealing all this money to pay these fucking people because of a mask. This is all because of a mask. And the lawsuit is happening, the firing of Hambly. This is all because they didn't like their stupid religious uh, Christian schools shut down and then because they fucking had to wear a mask. That's why this is happening. Holy shit. My God. Uh, Listener Jason says, why is a law firm doing FOIA requests and not a clerk at the county? Who knows? Uh, Kenny says, I wanted to hear what he said after being called out on owning the website. The voiceover spoke over it, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ryan adds, hmm, I wonder why FOIA requests dramatically increased. Could it be because, couldn't be because of some kind of rigged takeover of the board? I don't think it was, though. I think they won fair and square. They, uh, they, they caught everybody asleep at the fucking wheel. Young Adam Schwab says, does Moss ever talk to the press? Um, yeah, I've, I've never heard him speak on anything but those commission meetings. That's the first time I've ever heard him talk. That was great, though. Good for Matt. Whitcoast. All right. Um, it is time for Dear Meathead. If you have a question for Dad, you can get it in under the wire. Uh, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Let's do this. Bring in this sweetheart of a soul. Hello. Hey, Dad. Hey. Good morning. How are you? Oh, fine. Good morning to you too, son. Uh, welcome to another edition of Dear Meathead. How are you feeling? I feel good. Yeah? Beautiful sunshine out here. It sure is. You're, it sure is. You're excited about the day? Any Any big plans going on? No, uh, just my pots around, you know, hey. Hey. I, Clean the yard and, Yeah. You know, yeah I had I, a busy week. Yeah, so. didn't, didn't you say something about cutting down a portion of a tree or something like that? Well, yeah. Mike did. He dropped it and left it there, and I had to call cut him up in small pieces. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, you know. So he's got that trailer in your backyard, right? Is that coming out of there? I don't know honey, what the deal is, so it's still there. Okay, yeah, it, it's the 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 whole yard is going to turn into like kind of like a storage facility. Yeah, right. I think that uh, that thing is there to stay. So really, I thought he was planning on bringing it up north. I thought I heard that, but I, maybe I'm wrong. You say he is. He is bringing it. Oh, up. he said he. Joanne says he is going to take it up north. He's going to take it up and bring it back. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, dad, I got a number of questions. I want to, I want to run by you if that's cool. You know, people sure love, thing. love to talk to you. Yeah. Likewise. <clears throat> uh, by the way, yesterday was a big day for your, uh, for your son and, um, and Diana. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yesterday was our wedding anniversary, dad. Oh, uh, how many years? 31. Holy cow. Oh my God. Yeah. How did you stand each other so, so many years? Well, hell, I mean, you've, <laughs> hey, we've, we've done great. I mean, almost as good as you guys, because you, you've been married for, in your, in your, like 40 years, right? 
47? 47? 40-some years. Okay, because you're married in what, 81? Uh, my assistant says 81. Okay, yeah. So we're looking at um, 42 years. What What was the date again of yours? Uh, November 20th. November 20th. Nice. Nice. I'm not very good at uh, years and days. Hey, and time, so. I get you. I get you. Uh, sometimes I struggle too. Uh, I was. So. Yeah, we were. We were looking back at the pictures. I had just turned 22 when I got married. Wow. And I didn't have a I didn't have a gray or white hair on my head. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. 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 Um, so that was a wow. great day. We we're, were excited about that. We went to a restaurant. That was kind of a disaster, but it it, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Dad, we went to a restaurant where you sit down and they bring you like if you order a steak, they bring you a little grill in front of you and then you got to cook your own steak oh, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me no i don't know if i'd oh, go oh my god i don't know if i'd go back there because i didn't i mean i don't want to have to cook my own damn steak no you know where the hell is that it's uh there's probably one by you it's called black rock grill Yeah, cook your own dinner. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. And you know what's interesting is you cook the food on literally a rock. It's a uh, it's about the size of like uh, it's like a one foot by one foot uh, piece of rock. That's believe it or not, seven hundred and fifty five degrees. And it's right. I mean, in, what is that supposed to do? I don't get it. Well, yeah, they they put that. I guess it's it's supposed to be like uh, an experience, but I thought it was terrible because they put that damn thing in front of you, and the rock is hot as hell, and then you put yeah. the you put the meat on there, and it's spattering all over your clothes. It's a catastrophe. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did you want? Did they tip you, Aaron? Yeah, did they, they tip you. They should have given us a tip. That's what someone else was saying. <laughs> that sucks. Yes, completely. Diana, she, I think she liked the novelty of it, but, you know, I'd rather someone cook it for me, you know? Diana, quit coming up with these concoctions. Yeah, it was an adventure, though. We had a good time. As long as I'm yeah, with her. Well, okay. it, yeah, we enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, as long as you're together, as you say, with your honey, then yeah, everything's, it's a memory, yeah, I guess, everything's enjoyable. That's, 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 yeah. it's an adventure. That's exactly what it is, an adventure. Uh, Joanne, are you aware about next week's visit up north? Yes, I am. Okay, so yeah, you, you we're supposed to sleep in a bed. Uh, yeah, somewhere on a trailer. I'm coming. I'll I'll meet you up there. You're sleeping in the old trailer. Yeah. 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 Uh, in that beautiful new bed that you have. <laughs> there is a nice bed. Yeah. So uh, I will meet you up there, and then, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to bring, you know, uh, Diana can't come with me, but I'm bringing Kevin. Are you going to sleep with Kevin? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, well, I'm not not in the same bed, thank God, but uh, I'll, I'll, bring the, I'll bring the camper up, and uh, I'll park it right next to you, and oh. then we'll have breakfast together and coffee, and then we'll sit by the fire, and you and I will pick up sticks. Yeah. Hey, how come Diana is not coming? 
She has to work. Yeah, unfortunately. Can't you play sick? Ah, she's, you know, that's really not in her makeup. If she's got it scheduled, she's going to go. Oh, my gosh. I I wish she could. I, I love her to death. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited about that. That that's gonna be good. Um, well, hey, it is what it is. Yes, sir. So John writes this, dear Meathead. Um, uh, I am turning 44 years old. What should I do to celebrate? Wait a minute. He is a what? 40 what? Yeah, John's turning 44 today. And uh, he's and in, then he wants to know if you have any suggestions on what he should do to like party. I know, I I know what he shouldn't do. He shouldn't go to a restaurant where he has to cook cook his own steak. No, definitely not. No, no, no. You got to go somewhere to sit down and have somebody wait on you. Yes. Uh, as far as that goes, now I don't know. Does he have like uh, people going out there to celebrate? Uh, with him? Well, I I know he has a uh, wonderful family and a and a beautiful bunch of friends so you know i kept thinking of people make a lot out of a birthday they sure do dad well i know but i'm looking at it i really have no value put in there anymore it's like just another day it's another day do you get like I'd a, to be out there cutting the lawn or yeah, something? P- picking up sticks. I, I really mean that. Raking leaves. Uh, in fact, I did that quite a bit yesterday. Yeah. So if it's your birthday, it's just another day. It's another day. Yeah, I, 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 I'm starting to feel that same way. It's almost embarrassing when they when they make a fuss. You know, you'd rather just hey, really? nobody, you know, really? that's just that's just it's, have, it's another day. Now, if you if if people are doing it, you you're you're going to participate in that just to uh, tell them that thank you, you know. Yeah, you know, if anything, it's an excuse for everybody to get together, you know? Like maybe, yeah. uh, like like we do for yours, Dad, or Joanne's. We all get together. Norman comes over and, and talks and tells us stories. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah you've had a good analogy. That's, that's all right. Yeah. You, uh, know. you know, those things. But personally, as far as I'm concerned, it's another day. I I love that we can all get together and have those those big parties, though. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, father father Father's Day shish kebab uh, celebration was. Yeah, yeah, I know you you're the cook over there. Oh God, I love it so much, so much fun. Uh, all right. And I, I I picture you standing right next to the cooking. Oh yeah, of course. You remember the day that you did that? Yep. I, I, I love doing that, standing there, but what I don't love doing is going to a restaurant and having to cook my own food. Yes, that is not cool. No. Uh, we we can all agree on that one for sure. Uh, oh, my gosh. Like, what the hell is that? Go out there and cook your own dinner? Yes. So, it's a novelty. Club yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's kind of like when you go to the Chinese restaurant and and the guy shows up and he cooks in front of you, you know, at least he's cooking in front of you. It's not you doing it. Like if I go to the Chinese or the Japanese restaurant, the steakhouse, I don't say, get out of here. I want to cook my own food. You know, they'd throw me out. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. I know. Uh, Jim in, um, Jim writes this, dear Mr. Z, 
Now this is this is some heavy. Yeah, this, thanks for the mister, but you don't have to do that. Of course, I'm not acclimated to that. He has a very serious uh, religious question. This is what he what he asked, Dad. He says, "Let's say you go to heaven. What are you gonna say to God when you get there? You're standing there, you're face to face with him. You can say one thing. What are you gonna say to the Almighty?" What I have to say is, I cannot believe you tolerated all of my idiosyncrasies. <laughs> I, I have done so much of that. Oh. That if I remembered and if people around me knew about it, they really wouldn't want to know oh, that yeah. they know me. Well. No, really. I've done a lot yeah. of that. You don't know all of the I mean, background it, it, problems. It's not like you're like a, like like you're a lawbreaker or anything like that. I mean, oh no, 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 it's none of that. I mean, it, it just. Uh, I mean, I maybe lied a lot and cheat a lot and all. Yeah, I know. But years ago, when I kept growing up and growing up, drank well, like I th- I think in one way or shape or form, we kind of all have. He, you know, he he might he might wince a little bit when you when you punch through the councilman's uh, side passenger window. Yeah, yeah. And knocked him out <laughs> when he was behind the wheel, and then followed him to the police station. Yeah, he might he might wince at that one a little, but you know, this is crazy. Yeah, but hey, you know, I mean, uh, all of our lives are full of stories We've that we've all done some crazy things. In my the way I picture this is he's up there with the saints and he's he's like these are all stories he's like can you believe what Ruben did today oh my god and it's enter- it's entertaining you know like oh my god hey, Ruben watch him he's sitting there and his oh my word his son the is crap that I did holy cow uh, Ruben just uh, he just kicked that guy off a bridge oh my god <laughs> uh, all right. So, Jimmy, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a wonderful life and it's still going yeah. on, still going strong, still going strong. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I'm, I'm really, really, really grateful to this is having this beautiful woman sitting next to me. Oh, my God. You're not kidding. She is uh, salt of the I'm earth. I'm telling you. Yep. 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 It's true. It's true. She don't want me to do this. Yeah, I know. She's She gets, come on now. She's like, knock it off. Um, my pal Jimmy in Maine says, dear Meathead, uh, if you could come back, like, let's say uh, you go to heaven and God says you can come back as an animal. What animal do you think you'd want to come back as? Oh, I know that one. A big deer. I thought it would be a dog. <laughs> well, the dog is uh, something else that mess you up. Okay. Well, a dog you. Yeah, I want to be nice. A, a dog you could be like someone's pet, but if you're a deer, you're like you know, roaming the woods, mating with other deer. You know. Yeah, but but not only that though. People are hunting you down. Yeah, so I don't know about the deer thing. What about like no. a what about like an animal that can fly, like a bald eagle or something? 
You know, you yeah, can you can, like you can fly all over the place. You get hungry. You go down. You get a fish in the water. Yeah. There's just food I, everywhere. You just go get some food. Yeah, yeah you got freedom. Yeah. Say, I'll fly and over. Yeah. And nobody they, can mess you up. Exactly. You can go get a fish or you can go get a squirrel. Sometimes if there's a, a small baby, you can grab the baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, you got pretty damn good memory of uh, Yeah. It's a good scenario I mean, to think uh, about. Creative memory. Yeah, I mean, uh, can you imagine the news story? A uh, a bald eagle that looked like an Armenian uh, snatched a baby. Now that's that's a historical thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's see here. Uh, hmm. Listen, listen. I, I got to keep touching base on this again. Just just picture this one other thing. Yeah. That day your mother takes you to a gravesite of a father. Okay. Uh-huh. For you to visit goodbye, you know. Yep. I'm leaving Iran to come to America, and that's what my mother does. Takes me to a deceased father. Wow. I, I You know, I've never heard this. I didn't realize that. Yes. And then the, the picture, and now this is why I don't remember why this is happening to me. I, I not vision, but they uh, they showed me that my dad's dead body laying out there on a, on a dirt. Wait a minute. So out there overnight. So they just throw him out on the, uh, are you? I don't know whoever killed him. His car ran all night, and he's out there dead. So wait a minute. This is this is uh, on the day of death, or well after he's died. I don't know when. No, oh. not well after. This wow. must have been the day after. Oh, okay, boy, that's. I don't know how or when or what it was. Okay, so you weren't like. Oh, I was coming to America, and I'm at the gravesite. Oh wow! Okay, Grandma took you to where the the bad thing happened. Yeah, that's oh, that's that's afterwards. Okay. Okay, and then eventually, but, but, uh, I do recall uh, him wow. laying somewhere on a dirt. That's crazy. The fact that you actually witnessed the crime scene, and then yeah. you obviously remember him being buried a uh, certain amount of time later before you leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then did I do? Yeah, no, I'm not a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, I, I imagine from the incident when it happened, you were very young, and then you left. You were a young man, so many years had passed from his passing to when you left the country. Yeah, and, and I don't know. He wore this yellow pants. <laughs> he wore yellow? Military-style yellow pants. Yellow pants? Yeah, his trousers, long trousers. I- Beige? Yeah, I I can't imagine yellow pants. What kind of what kind of a military uniform is yellow pants? Well, that's that's in my brain. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah, maybe 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 it was beige, like Joanne said. Well, you know what? Frankly, I that's a little sad. I'm sorry that you have that uh, memory. You know, I mean that's that's your father. Oh yeah, that's clear as a bell. 
you were just a school age child, like five, yeah. five, six years old, right? No, I was older than that. Oh, no, no, you, no, 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 no. Yeah? I was quite a bit older than that. Oh, okay. I, I didn't, was getting ready to come to America. Oh, I didn't know that the timeline matched up to about the time that you left. I, I, I've heard so very little of this. I mean, for obvious reasons, I, I usually don't want to, you know, uh, um, open those wounds and discuss a, a traumatic event like that. But uh, since you offered it, that's the first time I've ever heard any of this. I remember this, that he, his body laid next to a car that was still running when I saw it. Yeah. It was there overnight. Okay. Wow. Um, now, didn't you indicate to me that, because um, Grandma was uh, practicing Christianity. Oh, 100%. Now, this is a Muslim nation. Do you think maybe this was punishment or something like that because she was practicing Christianity? I don't think so, because my dad was, uh, my memory says he he wasn't Christian. Yeah, maybe it was like, uh, you know, they didn't, they they, they wanted to make her pay by doing something terrible like this, I guess. But I don't know. I'm just speculating. Uh, I I don't know. My dad had some issues that's kept a secret or something. Well, yeah, he almost threw Uncle Garo in the river for messing with the headlights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he had some anger issues. There's no oh, question. You wouldn't fool around with him. Yeah, yeah. And then he come. I remember this. I was under my mother's skirt, no. hiding. Hey, huh? You were under her apron. I was, yeah, I was under. Her yeah, yeah. It was an apron. It wasn't under her skirt. Oh, that now that apron. yeah, that would be even that would be even more traumatic. <laughs> I was hiding under her apron. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're. My Good God. Lord, am I losing it? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear about a little boy under his mom's skirt. Oh, I was hiding. And then he come. Oh, that's when he was going to throw my brother in the river. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Yeah, I remember that one too. Dad. I know what it is. I was sent out to the garage of the car to bring uh, a what? Uh, a baloney. <laughs> Okay, Peter, so go get brand, and we had company. Okay, what a party! Hey, we got company. Yeah, Let's come on over. In the yard, a big, big group of people there. Hey, yeah, Ruben's dad, bust out the baloney. And then no, no, and listen, what it was, uh, it took him took us a long time to get back with the baloney. Yeah, because we were playing around with the the car and the like with tri- the lights. And all that blinkers, uh, something with the car. Yes, yes. Meanwhile, the baloney's been in there for like four days. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then he come. I remember that he come and said, "Where's Ruben?" Uh oh. And nobody said anything. Yep, yep. We don't know. And then and they were drinking, and then all of a sudden he went out there and sat there. Okay. So. Did he know that your mother had four <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, oh boy, that yeah, he didn't, he didn't want to mess with grandma. Grandma, I think, could, uh, she was probably the boss, you know. I mean, he may have been a tough guy, but I, I think that grandma would have probably. I don't, I don't know. Grandmas mm-hmm. usually are tough. Right, right. My God. Um, there we go. Well, Dad, that is all. Uh, I mean, that's uh, all very interesting and in some ways very sad. I'm, I'm sorry that you have that memory in your brain of your father. I mean, that's a, that sounds like it stuck with you. And, um, but thank you for sharing that. And, uh, I, I, looking back on what we've said on today's program, 
Uh, when you go to God, you're going to say to him, I can't believe you tolerated me. <laughs> yeah, but I was a good guy. You I were. Mean, you were. Oh, you're fine. Come on now. Come on. I had a good heart, really. Now, there's one thing I got to tell you about. I had a fellow friend of mine that when we went to school together, he was a rich family guy. Yeah. Kid, you know, and he always had this expensive clothes. And he had a very expensive jacket. Uh-huh. Uh, a what, honey? A top coat. And every time something would come up that I needed a good-looking top coat, and all, yeah. he would lend me his jacket. Oh, okay. Yes. So so that sticks in my mind. His name was Ferry Doom. It was. <laughs> Your friend's name was Ferry Doom? Ferry Doom. It sounds like he's on, he should be in Star he, Wars. Well, and then he would sing, anytime we go by our house, he would sing a song called Again. Oh, I remember you, I have, I've heard you sing this song. Yeah. Again, this couldn't happen before. Couldn't happen before, something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, think, I think Joanne knows the words better than you. Well, uh, and then, uh, then I knew that he was out there gallivanting and he's going home and it's pitch dark at night. I see. So, I see. Uh, wow. Well, it's always, it's always awesome when you can share those things. Hey, I want you to say hello to somebody for me right now, because from my end, I, you know, I can see who's enjoying the show. Uh-huh. So I'm going to give yeah. you a, I'm going to give you a name and then you have to say something. Uh, the uh, first name is Kimmy. Yeah. And what is it? Kimmy. Kimmy. Who do you know named Kimmy? Kim. Kim Lazera. Yes. Say hello. She's listening right now. Say wow. Hi, Kimmy. Kimmy. She is like, you you know how we do this show, dad, it goes out to the internet. Well, she's listening online. And, uh, and so. Oh, she's she's doing so great these days. She's turned into this big advocate for um uh, uh people to get their COVID vaccinations and to oh, always wow. yeah she's a really big supporter of that and uh, she loves Joe Biden and she loves people to wear masks all the time. She's so awesome. She's still into it. Yeah, really into it. Yes, yeah, she's wow. awesome. God bless you, honey. Yes. Okay, well, I love you guys as always. Thank you, you so much. Thanks for the call and thanks for your audience and for letting me just talk stupid. Well, th- <laughs> no, it's not stupid. And everybody loves your stories and your insights and the things that that you that you uncover. And we love your uh, uh, both Thank of you, you both of you together. You know, it's a team effort. Right. I hope to see you guys as, as soon as I can next week. Next week, great okay. opportunity up north. Party time. All right. Okay, love you. Love you, honey. Okay. Bye, audience. Bye, Joanne. Love you. Love you too, honey. Okay, bye-bye. See ya. There we go. Another amazing edition of Dear Meathead. Uh, Dad, yeah, you see what happens sometimes? Those um, uh, uh, synapses fire, and Kim says, I'm coming up north. You're more than welcome. Just, you're, you're invited. You're invited. I'll tell you where to go if you don't remember. Um. So, yeah, when when he's talking in those, he 
something clicks in his brain. I have never heard him describe what he just described. The most he's ever discussed was that his dad was killed for some reason. And that's literally it. So what just happened is, was a first, a first. That's why I was like, oh, he's on a roll. Something's clicking in his brain. Um, and, and you, you know, it's not exactly that easy to detect what is happening in his noggin with dementia, but he is at his sharpest when we are talking on this show, his absolute sharpest. Um, and you know, you, you hear little things here and there, little clues when you're hearing of like, Oh boy. Yeah. Like, uh, sometimes you may notice that he's told you stories that um, he feels like he's telling you them for the first time. So that, that does happen. But what is a regular thing now is when I call him and the, he picks up the phone, he's just looking at it. Joanne says, say hello. <laughs> and he has a poor guy. says, Oh, hello. But you know, his energy is high. He's, he's uh, going on 90 years old. We think maybe older. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Of course we don't know. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean, and uh, the last week, Charity Scam Mike says, we're going up north. You're going. And I said, of course. Because he said, we're bringing your dad, so you're going. <clears throat> and I go, right on. Um, I do not sidestep opportunities to uh, see him. That is a uh, hard and fast rule. If there's an opportunity to get together, it's happening. Uh, just because we don't have those opportunities are limited at this stage of the game. Watch in 20 years, I'll be 73 talking about this. Go to see my dad. Um, so I, I really encourage anyone to lean into those opportunities. with Someone like their parents, unless if it's someone who you just can't stand who's just an asshole. That's obviously not my dad. Uh, Kimmy writes, uh, my grandma had dementia. What I learned is that their core memories from forever ago start firing up as if it just happened recently. My God. Um, uh, so next week, that's a perfect opportunity. I will be, you'll get a Monday show, a Tuesday show, Maybe a Wednesday show. I'm not sure yet. Uh, on Patreon, you will get something to listen to while I'm away. I've been releasing those in the order that they happened. Like from two decades ago on my old show. Plenty of Patreon material. And I will also release not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. Just so you know. Um, yeah. So up north for the back half of the week next week. And then I'm officiating my niece's wedding on Saturday. Busy boy. Holy cow. Am I busy? Brandis writes. I love when he shares his stories. So cool to hear from him and his memories. I'm sure it does him some good to talk about his memories as well. Oh, big time, big time. This whole thing that we do is he doesn't forget that man. He is ready to go every time. So uh, there you go. Dear Meathead. 
Absolute joy. Uh, thank you to Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Uh, if you need to get that AC serviced and you are in West Michigan, this is who you call. Uh, Joe Martinez was at one of his customers' houses yesterday, and he took a picture of a yard sign out in front. You know, like when there's an election? You might have, like, uh, vote Biden or something like that. Uh, this is what he saw. Person had a uh, Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County sign, which is what they're doing in Ottawa County now. Um, as soon as that recall petition was introduced, uh, these signs started popping up. Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County. I took the picture that Joe sent me and I wrote, while this may be true, he cannot stop a recall. Uh, I have some more insight on that because there's been some questions on this show. Why is Lucy evil being targeted? Why not anybody else? And uh, I did get some insight about that. Sorry, trucker, Dan, I forgot your email for my dad. We got on a roll, so I'll have to circle back to that one. Uh, Rich writes, do we get any forbidden Spanish with an AC tune-up? If you ask. Hey, how much is, uh, how much, hey, do you think you can take $10 off my AC tune-up? That's what you'll get. That's go fuck yourself. Or maybe. Como mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. Eat my ass while I'm shitting. Comes chingo de cagada. Or eat tons of shit. Lame mi palo con tu culo. Lame mi palo con tu culo. You say that to somebody, admire, rich. You're going to get socked right in the face when you tell him to suck my dick with your butt. Lame mi palo con tu culo. Now that's fucking terrible. La mimi palo con tu culo. I got that one down and I got tu madre es una puta. That's all I know how to say. So if I walk up to the, hey, he, he might say, uh, hola, senor. And I'll say, la mimi palo con tu culo. Tu madre es una puta. And then I'm dead. $79 to get your AC tuned up. I wonder if my man is in here right now. Yeah, there he is. HVAC 71. Absolute legend. Joe Martinez. I love that man. All right. If you also have any other um, issues, like the thing craps out on you or something like that, because you don't take care of it appropriately, Joe will fix it for you. Or he'll install a brand new high-efficiency AC unit. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600. First off at Irvine's, they've got the uh, car show coming up. Uh, What day is the car show? Sometime in August. I thought I wrote it down. Well, anyway. Uh, more on that later. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV 616-532-6600.
If you have any issues with your car and you want it repaired right the first time, keep the car needs to be on the road. Okay. They will keep the car on the road for you. 616-532-6600. If it's any preventative maintenance, they got it. If it's you have trouble with your car and you need it to be taken care of, they got it. They are the experts on EVs and hybrids. The dealerships take the cars to them. The dealerships can take care of, you know, some routine things. But when they really get in the weeds, they have to actually have Irvine's do it for them. Or they consult with them. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. A little bit of insight going back to yesterday's show. Uh, Part of yesterday's show, I was talking about that recall effort on Lucy Ebel, the lady in Ottawa County. And I, I realized that this show is heard not just in my neck of the woods, it's heard in a lot of places, but I feel like I've done a fairly good job at getting everybody else caught up to speed so that you're interested in it, you know? Um, so that if it's important to me, it'll be important to you. And it obviously is very important to me. And if you've been listening to me, even just casually, you're aware of these story of this story. So yesterday I talked about how there was an article in a, um, uh, conservative Substack publication about this Larry Jackson, the guy who's trying to get Lucy Ebel, um, recalled. And this guy's got a fucked up past. Now I did say on the show that it goes way back to like, uh, drug, uh, not, 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 uh, there was a, uh, drunk driving issues and there was a uh, uh, felony weapons charges, uh, shit like that. And I was like, well, well, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Why is this guy the one who's, I mean, how, how are we supposed to get behind this guy? And, uh, uh, Larry has been like, yeah, this Lucy evil is too extreme, even for Republicans. Now he's a Democrat. Normally I think he ran for state house back in the, not that long ago. Um, and, uh, lost, but he's saying that we want the old Republicans back. We don't want this Lucy Ebel and all this Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County nonsense. Uh, we want appropriate, uh, running of the, of the County without this, uh, pack of, uh, fucking idiots that are the majority destroying everything within Ottawa County. But I was like, well, what the fuck is up with this guy? Well, Allison writes this. First of all, I remember that story about Larry Jackson, Larry Jackson last year before the election, which he lost. I scrolled back and found his response, response, Jesus response, which was about what I assumed it would be pretty standard quote. I used to be a bit of a fuck up language. Allison says he's always seemed like a decent guy to me, but I very much look forward to you interviewing him because I would definitely like to hear his story. Norfolk, Virginia, where he's from, is a very rough area. It's right across from Newport News, which is where Michael Vick had his dog fighting ring. So I'm assuming his story involves growing up poor, falling in with a bad crowd, that sort of thing. And hopefully ends up with him turning things around, and he seemingly has. Hopefully, he just had an asshole era that he's grown out of and learned from. This is what he said back in 2022. In response to an article posted 
Larry Jackson, Democratic candidate for the 86th House District, issued the following statement. I want to address the story that ran today because I owe all of you an explanation. The reports in the story are true and represents moments in my life that I regret and am not proud of. The the unfortunate part about running for office is that all of your mistakes are laid bare before the public. I owned up to them when they happen, just as I'm owning up to them now. That being said, these incidents do not define who I am today. Uh, Since these incidents, the most recent being 10 years ago, I have grown up. I wake up every day committed to being a better person than I was the day before. I will not let these moments from my past deter me from being the man I am today, a man committed to his family and his community. Well, that's all I need. I I, I barely, after reading that, and this is over a year old, uh, well, actually not quite. um, It'll be a year old in October. uh, And I wasn't following him then, but I am now because he's in charge of this recall or he made this recall petition uh, public. Yeah, I mean, I always love that type of redemption arc. I mean, if you were to look back in my past, there's uh, there's a, a litany of things, some most you know of, some you don't, that I was like, oh, boy, I'd like to think I don't do that anymore. So I, essentially, I don't give a fuck. Well done. Then the question about the recall. We've talked about how evil is the only one. Why? Why is that? Um, regarding the recall effort, according to Allison, my assumption is that the reason only Lucy Ebel is being recalled so far is strategic. Uh, she's just speculating, but it makes sense. And I, I trust her judgment. I'm guessing the powers that be want to concentrate all of their efforts on one commissioner since only one needs to be flipped to break the six-five majority stranglehold of uh, psychopathy, and I'm assuming District Two was the most vulnerable, which makes sense. It's basically just the north side of Holland, and Holland is the least conservative part of the county. <laughs> she adds, "The dirt people in Joe Moss's district certainly wouldn't be the target for a recall." Unfortunately, I would much prefer to cut this thing off at the head. Though, just my speculation. And since they vote in tandem and all overwrote the last board's authority with that tandem vote, the resistance had their pick of who to target. Here's to hoping it works. Just my thoughts. Happy anniversary of Mary marrying a lady with beautiful teeth Signed, Allison. I got a little bit more feedback uh, also related to that. Why did you comment about her teeth? And I didn't touch on that yesterday, but it's it's worth mentioning today. Um. By the way, the the way she looked is is how I the way she looks now is how I remember her then. Just absolutely brilliant. So she's in front of me. The professional makeup job, uh, in particular, the lipstick. She would never wear lipstick, ever. And so that was new. And I, the only thing I can think of is that it really kind of highlighted her perfectly white, straight teeth. That's all I can think of. So they stood out to me. And I was in a very weakened state, you know? I mean, like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this. I'm getting married. Your teeth look beautiful. 
Oh, God damn it. And I remember the double take. She went. And then later on, when we're going to the venue to uh, have our uh, reception, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Teeth look beautiful. Asshole. Uh, concerning Larry Jackson. Young Adam Schwab says if he did that stuff in his youth, this is a non-issue. That's true. Kent says my neighbor had one of those signs in their yard, crossed out Ottawa County, and put all over it. Um, wait a minute. Kent writes, Ottawa impact, politicizing Jesus. I'm sure Jesus isn't okay with his name being used to get votes. And then the neighbor put... All Jesus is Lord over all. I get it. All right. Not done. Plenty more to talk about. Um, but I want to finish strong. So I'm going to get a couple more sponsors then, and then, uh, wrap this thing up. First of all, I got t-shirts available. Ericsaintshow.com. Click merch. Need a car? Go to Sarah Honda Granville. My son-in-law just bought a car at Sarah Honda Granville. 2024 Honda CRV hybrid. I'm so happy for him. Test drive one today at Sarah Honda Granville. The way he did it was after he said, yeah, I love this car. They got out of the test model and then they go, all right. Uh, we just put the order in for all the things you want on the car. It is being built and then it'll be delivered. And then here you go. We prep it, fill it full of gas, off you go. That's how it works at Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. Michigan's number one, by far, Honda volume dealer is Sarah Honda uh, Granville. Uh, Go see them today. Uh, You can talk to uh, Brian or uh, any one of the amazing people that are there at Sarah Honda Granville. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to reach out when you're ready to jump into getting pre-approved for a mortgage to buy your home. Let's say you're a 50-year-old lady living with her mom and dad, and uh, you finally want to venture out into the world. You've got your little golden doodle dog. You're going to be single your whole life and you want to get a mortgage, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505 from anywhere in the U.S. You can do this. Whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th mortgage or maybe a refi, getting money out of your home because you've owned it for a little while and you want to pay off uh, home repairs or high-interest credit card bill, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. And finally, thanks as always to Rick from TC Paintball for being a bullish supporter of the podcast. Thank you, Rick. Been there for me a long time. I appreciate you. Uh, Gather up your friends, family, and get an event going at TC Paintball. A very fun destination for you and your family. Make an entire day out of it at TC Paintball. And all you need is a handful of uh, dollar bills to get started. Spend your money. They have everything else. The gun, the mask, the uh, paint, it's all included. If you want to rent a uh, a fucking 
coverall that covers you so you don't fuck up your clothes. You can do that. Uh, if you want to rent armor so that the kid doesn't feel anything, do that. If you want to use the low-impact guns so the kid doesn't... Ow! You can do that, too. They've got a little league. They uh, specialize in a ladies' league as well. TCPaintballGR.com. Okay. Uh, not lost on me is the story that um, uh, Trump announced that he is about to be indicted again for the third time. He was tipped off by the Justice Department or whatever, or the Justice League or whatever the fuck they are. And they said, yeah, dude, we are looking at you for election interference in Georgia. You remember that uh, clip when he was talking to the dude in Georgia back in the day? And he's like, uh, look, all I need is this many more votes. How do I get that? Well, this is all shit that they're trying to nail him to the wall for. Um, and you know, when Trump says this is a, a witch hunt, uh, he's partially right. There is no doubt that, um, this is an effort to keep him from running. And there is no doubt that he broke the law and there's no doubt that he should be punished for it, but it's kind of the best of both worlds. If you're on the left, he did in fact break the law multiple times and he is going to be punished for it. And if you're on the left, you're like, fuck yes, because this guy does have a chance in winning the next presidential election. His um, strength is still just as strong as it was. He's destroying everybody else in the field or will destroy everybody else in the Republican field. uh, field. He will be the nomination and he uh, has a very strong chance to be the president again because he's also challenging a weak opponent. Okay. So that is very real. So the only way they can get this guy is to indict him and they should and try to find him guilty of felony charges. Now I'll say this. If Trump is in fact found guilty, I think we're in a really rough spot. I think there is uh, more than ever a chance of some type of terrible thing happening in the United States. If Trump is kept from running and is in a prison, uh, you might be sitting there waving your uh, flag going, yeah, get him, get him, fuck him, fuck him. But fuck, this could get ugly i'll tell you that right now so he announced yeah they're looking at me again over the georgia thing so that would be indictment three uh you got stormy daniels indictments you got uh uh documents indictments and then this one is coming uh down the pipe is it pipe or pike i think it's pipe uh we'll be handed down soon while that was all happening It was learned that in the great state of Michigan that a pack of people that are all Republicans, some of them very prominent, were willing to try to assume the role of delegates. Because, you know, like in the election process, um, when you win a state, the, the, the delegates then submit their votes based on who won the state. I'm probably fucking some of this up and the news story will cover the rest of it. But as I understand it, there was like 16 people in Michigan that were acting as delegates 
and trying to submit that Trump won. Voter fraud. Okay? And uh, that all broke at the same time that the Trump thing was breaking. And so this fake elector case is, is a fresh story. It just, just popped locally right here because you have Grand Rapids, Michigan, and also part of Grand Rapids, but not really. It's its own city. is a community called Wyoming. And it's a big community. And uh, Wyoming, Michigan, and it has its own police, has its own fire, and it has its own mayor. It did, at least. Uh, the mayor of Wyoming is being charged as one of those uh, fake electors. Holy shit, this is so unbelievable. The mayor of Wyoming was one of those guys. Watch this. Tonight, 16 people in Michigan are facing charges for their role in the alleged false electors scheme following the 2020 U.S. presidential election. Among them, the mayor of Wyoming. News 8's Taylor Morris in studio tonight with more on this developing story. Brian, those felony charges were filed by the Michigan's Attorney General's office. I spoke with a legal expert about what this could mean not only for the mayor, but for everyone involved. We believe the evidence will demonstrate that there was no legal authority for the false electors to purport to act as duly elected president. I love her buzz light your jaw, uh, Attorney General Nessel and execute the false electoral documents. In a video from the Attorney General's office, Dana Nessel explains why and how 16 people from Michigan, including the mayor of Wyoming, Ken Vanderwood, are being charged in a fake electoral. Is it just me or is that voice of this reporter going straight into your brain and scrambling it? case. She says the group is now facing several felonies after sending documents to the federal government in an attempt to redirect Michigan's 2020 electoral vote. Wow. In a statement, Nessel says the group met covertly in the basement of the Michigan Republican Party headquarters and signed their names to multiple certificates, stating they were the duly elected and qualified electors for president and vice president oh. of the United States of America for the state of Michigan. That was a lie. They weren't the duly elected and qualified electors, and each of the defendants knew it. According to the attorney general's office, Vanderwood faces charges of conspiracy to commit forgery, two counts of forgery, conspiracy to commit uttering and publishing, uttering and publishing, election law forgery, and two counts of election law forgery. The forgery charge alone is a 14-year felony. Earlier today, we were greeted by the mayor's wife when we stopped by their house yes. to see if Vanderwood had any comments. No, no comment. Get off our property. It's private property. In light of these recent <laughs> I mean, putting out this statement, we are aware of the charges against Ken Vanderwood. These actions did not take place in his capacity as a city official. With any charges, there is a legal process that needs to be followed. And tonight, politicians are also responding. State Representative Phil Skaggs calling on the mayor to resign. Yes! In a partial statement, he says, anyone charged with attempting
seeking to overthrow American democracy must face the consequences of the law, regardless of their political affiliation. That's why the individuals who are charged with conspiring to ignore millions of legal Michigan votes, essentially to install Trump as an unelected dictator, must be held to account. We asked Michael McDaniel, a constitutional law expert with Cooley Law, what he thinks about this case. But I think these are pretty serious charges. I mean, we have these individuals, if what is said in the complaint be true, then they had a conspiracy. They had a plan together to forge these documents to throw uh, Michigan's votes for president of the United States. The charges were filed in Ingham County. It's unclear when Vanderwood and other defendants will be arraigned. Brian? This guy is so fucked. Oh, my God, is this guy fucked. Jesus. Kenny liked the Buzz Lightyear jaw joke. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jesus, and this story, God, it's incredible. Wow. I don't, uh, I wonder if he and his wife are, I mean, this is the uh, the serious magnitude of this charge because if they were successful doing this, Trump wins the election. Man. That is something. Uh, Sir Bob says, when Bi- when's Biden getting charged with cocaine possession? Coke found in the White House, which is technically his residence, so in turn responsible for the goings-on inside. Well, there you go. I don't know. We'll get back to you on that one. I don't think that one's going to fly. Um, it, It's weird, though, because... Uh, you've got all this shit going on, all these uh, 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 issues that we're talking about, that we've talked about on this show. And the and the best you can do is say, yeah, but there was a little bit of Coke found in a cubby. Who gives a fuck? Basement meetings rarely go well. I love that. Well, that is flat out incredible. Um, We have not yet even gotten into the story about the U.S. soldier in the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to discuss this with you. I will talk about that on Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Just if you don't know, since the end of the Korean War, there's an area called the DMZ. It's like a no man's land. It's the end of South Korea and the end. Well, it's where North and South Korea meet. And it's an extremely secure border where quite literally South Korean troops are staring down North Korean troops and you don't cross a certain line. And a lot of saber rattling goes on there. There's been a few incidents in the past in the DMZ that have been crazy. There was one called the, um, uh, the, the I think it was the tree hatchet incident. Uh, sometime many decades ago, uh, the U.S. military was uh, in, the, in the DMZ uh, looking into North Korea, and there was a tree that was in the way they couldn't really see. So 
Um, this is uh, in this no man's land, and the U.S. sought approval to get the tree chopped down. And the North Koreans said, yeah, sure, no problem. So uh, military go into the DMZ, and they start to cut the tree down so they can get a clear view as to what they want to see with their binoculars. And some crazy motherfucker picks up one of the hatchets they were using to clear the brush and fucking cuts, hits the guy right in the U.S. soldier right in the fucking head. And it was all, the shit hit the fan. It was a lot of fighting and, oh, it was horrible. Look it up. I'm getting some of it wrong, no doubt. But if you were to look up DMZ hatchet incident, that happened. Fuck. Now I can't resist. I got to see how accurate I was. DMZ hatchet incident. Korean axe murder incident. You guys think I make this shit up? The killing of two U.S. Army officers. Uh, August 18th, 1976. The U.S. Army officers have been part of a work party cutting down a poplar tree. Three days later, American and South Korean forces launched Operation Paul Bunyan, an operation that that's what they called it, that cut down the tree with a show of force to intimidate North Korea into backing down. Uh, they, they, op, they put out Operation Paul Bunyan to uh, fucking remove the tree after their guys had gotten killed. A group of five Korean Service Corps personnel escorted by UNC security team consisting of these two officers uh, showed up. They didn't have guns. They're trying to take down the tree. Fucking A. They even have, uh, this is what's left of the tree. This is the famous tree right here. Like you can go and see the tree. Well, anyway, that's the uh, DMZ and the joint military zone. All right. Um, a U.S. serviceman, a private, so low-level U.S. serviceman, I think he's like in his late teens, had gotten in some trouble. I think he assaulted somebody when he was uh, deployed, maybe in like, I'm not sure where he was deployed, but first, and he was supposed to go back to the U.S. He might have been deployed in South Korea. He was supposed to go back to the U.S. to be like court-martialed or some shit. Well, he got away and... This is a weirdo story because now he he's defected. He's gone into North Korea, and that does not happen. Uh, that happened the last time in like 1960. He ran into North Korea. His situation was so bad, he said, I'm running into North Korea. I'll get uh, into some of the particulars of that story coming up on the Patreon bonus podcast. <laughs> ick, 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 ick. Wait until you hear today. Who are these Justins? Debut episode. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you are not signed up for the freebie right now, the seven days free, what the fuck is wrong with you? Today's a gigantic day. Three hours. Wait a minute. One, two, two plus hours of content. Maybe even closer to three uh, today. Who are these Justins? Who are these Zanes? The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Ben has some audio he wants to share. 
uh, including his first voice tracks on WGRD. Oh, my God. It felt like I was forgetting something. I was forgetting something. But thank you for the reminder. Asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Yesterday, it was BB Rexa's ex. Who is it going to be today? I, I don't even know. Do you have any nominations? Uh, uh, what the fuck did I talk about today? Hmm. Ottawa County, Joe Moss, Recall, Larry Jackson, Carly Russell. Mayor of Wyoming. It's got to be the mayor of Wyoming. Yeah. Russell will be tomorrow when the when the police indict her today. Uh TC Paintball. But Wyoming mayor, whatever the whatever Dutch name he has, that is your asshole of the day. Thank you. Now we're done. Have a great one, folks. Talk to you down the road. Screws loose in the head. Seriously, what a bunch of cock-gobbling losers. I've seen more intelligence in a bag of dog shit than in your cult of brain dead followers. But hey, go ahead and keep siphoning their money while and taking names. And guess what, Athene? Don't think for a second that I won't hack into your pathetic, that I won't hack into your pathetic little cult operation and expose your bullshit once and for all. It's dark brand time, bitches. Get out of my way. Dark Brandon. I love Miss Mate, let me tell you something, you pathetic sack of monkey anus. Your presence in this chat is about as welcome as a rabid skunk at a garden party. I don't give two shits what you were looking for, because all I see is an absolute waste of space and brain cell. So here's the deal, dickbag. Either contribute something worthwhile or kindly fuck off and spare us your mind-numbingly useless existence. It's time to quit being an attention-seeking shit stain and start making yourself useful for once in your miserable life. Hey, Gunther 709, you limp dick crypto wannabe. You think I'm going to waste my time talking about your pathetic crypto nonsense? Get your head out of your ass and focus on something that actually matters. Unlike sleepy Schmoo Biden, who couldn't count to nine if his life depended on it, I built some UG buildings all over the world while exposing UG. Hunter's laptop adventures. We all know about his love for crackheads. So take your weak ass trolling somewhere else before I drop kick you into next week, you delusional twat waffle. Tremendous is the only currency in Trump's world. Hashtag Trump 2024. I now set my sights on delivering a ruthlessly Tremendous obscene yet comedic the only response currency. to Donna Dragon's F. Prepare yourself for an extreme display of vulgar creativity. What the actual fuck are you trying to say with that lame ass letter? Did mommy never teach you how to string together a fucking sentence? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.